Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. As America's last standing roller rinks are threatened with closure, United Skates spotlights a community of thousands who fight in a racially charged environment to save the underground African-American subculture of roller skating, which has been overlooked by the mainstream for generations, while giving rise to great musical talents. And that is the story behind United Skates, a terrific documentary co-directed by Tina Brown and Deanna Winkler. And we're fortunate to have them both with us today for uh, here on Film School. So to both of you, Tina and Deanna, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. I want to say to you how much I thoroughly enjoy this, and and it's it's all in addition to the fact that it's sort of a discovery on the part of myself about what's been going on for a long, long time in the African American community with roller skating, but also. There is so much more to the story than than just that part of it, just the the, the enjoyment that is that derived it, but it's a sense of community. It's there are a lot of elements to this film that I really enjoyed, and I think it adds so much to it. Let me start at the very beginning. How did you, uh, Diana and uh, Tina, get interested in doing a documentary about roller skating and the African American community? Well, I think. Um we we look at storytelling as a way to raise awareness around um, larger social issues in this world. And it wasn't that we were seeking out a film about roller skating um, as much as it was that we saw a chance to use roller skating as, as a metaphor to kind of shine light on some of the current issues that we're having in our country today. I'm from Australia and Deanna's from Hawaii, so we and we weren't skaters, so we really were outsiders to this world, and we're obviously not African American. Um, so I think, you know, at the end of the day, the, the community, the skaters, chose us to tell this story. We we, we wouldn't have done it without their 110% support, uh, and and we made this film with them. Um, so it wasn't, you know, shining our voices onto the screen. It was really just uplifting theirs. Yeah. What were the challenges involved in terms of just sort of identifying rinks, getting to know some of the people? How? What was sort of the first step? And I know that, let's let our listeners know as well, that uh, John Legend is the executive producer for the film. So well, let's talk a little bit about just sort of your entry into the, the, the world of roller rinks and roller skating. Uh, how did that sort of logistically take place for you? And uh, go ahead, uh, Deanna. Sure. So we um, we were actually filming a, a, a completely different project in New York about what we thought was the end of the era of roller skating. And um, while filming that, we met these two younger skaters that went, skating's not dead, it just went underground. And if you want to see really cool skating, you should follow us. And so um, as good documentarians, we mm-hmm. listened. And we followed them on an overnight bus from New York City down to Richmond, Virginia. And we walked into a roller rink at midnight. Uh, and basically, it, it just blew our minds. There was lines around the block. There were um, they, they had brought in their own music, their own DJs. Everyone was dressed to kill. And we, we realized very quickly, whoa, this is a world that we knew nothing about, that we have no right to be filming. Um, and we put our cameras down, and we just said, um, you know, it means a lot to us that people um, have 
the right to tell their own stories from their own communities, and this was clearly not ours. And so we we just enjoy ourselves. We made friends. Everyone that we met was from somewhere in, different in the country. We met people from St. Louis that night, Atlanta, Philly, New York, L.A., and really it was a very accidental process that we ended up making this film and, and as Tina said, a, a journey that we did as a, as a community together. We, um, we ended up um, anywhere that we went to film and we shot all over this country. We're proud to say that we didn't rent hotels, we didn't rent cars, we were picked up by a skater who lived in each city and, and housed by them, and they fed us, and then they brought us to their rink. And mm-hmm. so we never walked into a roller rink alone mm-hmm. or as outsiders. Yes. It, it sounds like there's such passion, and there you can see it in the film, there's such passion for this. And there's a, a racial element to all of this, and you get into it in the way that in which roller rinks have, in a sort of passive way, rejected or at least made it more difficult for African Americans to enjoy roller rinks. And if I'm saying something that's unfair or incorrect, let me know. But it feels like there's a sort of a passive racial element to this to this uh, roller rinks. And so mm-hmm. it feels like that engenders uh, this commitment and passion for those rinks and those opportunities where African Americans can can uh, can enjoy themselves, you know, freely and openly. Uh, um, I may not be phrasing this the, the exactly the right way, but I mean, is, is that go ahead, please? You did a great job. Institutionalized racism is all over this country, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's in our schools, it's in almost everywhere you look, and so um, that's where we were saying that rinks are just a metaphor in our film in this in this case. But um, it was really when we started speaking to these skaters and they would say, well, if you come to Kentucky, our night is Thursday. And if you come to Detroit, our night is Sunday. And we were saying, what do you mean your night? And that's when we realized, oh my God, they're talking about black night. Mm-hmm. And there's, there, there's still segregated nights in all these rinks. They're just not called that anymore. And how did that happen? And we didn't even believe them. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't, when they said that, we, we, we sort of, you know, we looked at each other and we discussed it afterwards, but we didn't completely understand that this is real and then um, we actually did a road trip and visited a lot of these towns across the country and it was the same everywhere we went yeah and I think you know um, for us roller skating is is just such a joyous celebratory uh, you know activity and everyone has a connection to it people you know everyone went roller skating with their when they were younger or they went you know to birthday parties at the rink and and so People have fun memories of roller skating. So to think that you can't even go roller skating in this country if you're black without being, you know, faced with racism, without being um, having access to space issues like that or police presence, I think that's where the shock lies. You know, the, that it's through roller skating this is all happening. Yeah. Well, that's you know what we show is, is is that if you go on a family night or a top 40s night, which you can guess which night that is, there's no cops. Um, there's no metal detectors at the door. The good bathrooms are open. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a soul night, an R&B night, a Martin Luther King night, we've seen the names of all of these. Yeah. Um, Lisa at the door. The then, ad- you know, adult night. And then, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, the yeah. adult night. And then the, the good bathrooms are locked up. Uh, th- Literally at the same rink on a different night, mm-hmm. depending on who the clientele are. Is you know dependent on what bathrooms are open or not, and that's where we started using our privilege as non-African American filmmakers 
to shine a light on that. And the skaters would tell us, oh, we don't go to that rink because they don't like us there. Or we've tried to go there and they've kicked us out. And we, um, we would go, you know, we, we would speak with the police that were out front and, and, and get them to talk and get them to say things that would make us cringe on the inside, but we would just keep filming and keep smiling and, and you know, expose them for these mm-hmm. beliefs and for what they were doing. And, you know, we would watch our, our friends have to walk through metal detectors on their nights with their children. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that it was one way that we could kind of be allies for this community and make a film that, that they may not have sadly been able to, to, to make in the same way because of an unfair privilege that we had. It is disheartening. You see this, you watch it, you know, the, the this is such a non-threatening activity. Well, I guess any time there are African-Americans involved, there's somehow this sort of implied danger. And this is a thing so disgusting and horrible and, and mm-hmm. so depressing to think that in 2018 that we're, these are things that still you know, haunt us or still are a part of our, you know, the lives of so many Americans. And uh, it's just when you watch it and I don't know, there's not words just to sort of, because this is such a non-threatening activity that mm-hmm. with, in Los Angeles, there was a roller rink and I don't remember the name of it right off the top of my head where the Crips and the Bloods would skate together well, at, at, a t- at a time when they were, yeah, at a time when they were, you know, fighting, shooting each other or whatever it was back in the, in the 80s and 90s. And um, it's, uh, so that's, you know, the, the, the sort of the community joy that is manifest in, in these, in these rinks and, and on, you know, the nights when they're allowed to be there is so infectious. And that's one of the things I, you know, this is, while it is about the racism, there's subcult, this sort of subtext of race in, in this film. It is so fun to watch. It's so fun to watch the different styles, which who knew? St. Louis, you know, Texas, you know, Kentucky, uh, Los Angeles, Chicago. I love Chicago, by the way. I love that underground Chicago. That, that, that underground not Chicago. To have favorites. That, that, was, that was awesome, what that guy did with the roller skate. And oh my God, that was incredible. There's some incredible things in the film. That are just so fun, and the music, and and just the sense of community. It's just such, it's such a joy. It is such a joy. We tried to make a film that um, the celebration was at the forefront, mm-hmm. and the beauty and the joy was at the forefront, yeah. and and the issues were just kind of lapping at the sides. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the skaters said to us once, "Look at all that we did, in spite of how we're treated, and how few nights we're allowed to go, and all of the." The, you know, the fighting that we had to do to get where we are. Just think what we could have created if we were just had free reign. Free, yes, mm-hmm. to be ourselves. One of our minor listeners were speaking with the co-directors of the film United Skates. It is going to be screening soon on HBO. Um, I, what, what are the dates? Monday. Sorry? Yeah, it's Monday, February 18. It'll be uh, premiering on HBO, and uh, it'll be on demand and HBO now as well. Yeah. HBO now. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So the film premieres on HBO Monday, uh, February 18th. And we're speaking with uh, Deanna, Win- <clears throat> Deanna Winkler and Tina Brown, the co-directors of the film United Skates. Let me ask you, both of you, do you roller skate? Well, we did in the beginning. We, uh, you know, we've got our own skates now and we have filmed on skates and we've been pushed by skaters at high speed while filming. <laughs> um, but 
<laughs> we wish uh, had filmed us filming them yeah. on skates being pushed. It wouldn't have been pretty, but <laughs> we did do it. And, uh, you know, we're, we often were, were at the rink working. I mean, we were obviously having a great time and, and we loved being with this community, but we were trying to capture the moment in the story. And, and so a lot of times we were running around um you know, for eight hours, just <laughs> downloading media and um, we, you know, watching the, the amazing skating. We rarely had time to get out on the rink floor and just to have fun um, and skate. So maybe when uh, the craziness of this ride of uh, United Skates dies down, we'll be able to hit the rink again and, and um, just enjoy it and yeah. not be working while we're there. But it's a bit intimidating when we have like after parties um, with roller skating because everyone expects us to be like pros like us. <laughs> and uh, I know, I can speak to Personally, I'm not anywhere near that level. <laughs> well, you captured it's it. It's like playing basketball with the NBA. <laughs> yes. You, just, you need to know when to step aside. Yes. <laughs> that, We've been benched. <laughs> we benched ourselves. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, by the way, if you know, once you get back out there, and once you feel like you're you're sort of uh, you've found your legs, if you will, for this. Is there a style that you uh, saw that you want to emulate in the, in all of this? Is there is there a Chicago style in you? New York, Texas? What what? How would you rate or how would you uh, characterize your your style? Well, I'll just say this: Felicia's daughter, London, who is now fourteen, uh, though she was I think eight when we started filming with her. She is from LA. She's never left LA. And she skates with the traditional L.A. roller skate, which is a custom skate where you pick your own um, street shoe that you would wear and you put wheels on it. And the wheels are smaller, um, they're more slippery, and that affects kind of the style that they do out here in L.A. Um, And she has now seen the film several times and fallen in love with the Chicago skate style. So she's doing nutcrackers um, (laughs) and splits and all kinds of things from Chicago in her custom roller skates. And I think that's the best combo because yeah. the skates in LA are the coolest <laughs> by far. And 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 we're not allowed to have favorites, but Chicago is our so favorite. Cool. Yeah, we love that style. I mean, I don't think you know yeah. I could do the splits. Um, this is this is an imagining. Well, oh, we're imagining. We were, I mean, if we were imagining, <laughs> I'd be the best skater, and I'd be doing JV style all the way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> in custom. In custom. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I, I... I mean, shout out to Ohio, I will say, also. They have three different skate styles in three different cities. Columbus, Cincinnati, and Cleveland each have their own style. Mm-hmm. Ohio is a crazy roller skate state. And um, one of them, one of the cities, they, they get group, a cruise, and they'll jump in the air, do a 360, land, and stomp. And, and it lands on the beat, and then they're, like, percussively, like, hitting against their chest mm-hmm. and doing oh. they're calling out and... I mean, there are so many cities with such creativity and and beauty coming out of them. It's it's pretty hard to have a favorite. Yeah, I mean, I think that's we we love all the styles really. At yeah. the end of the day, we wish we could cover every single style in the film um, because it it each has its different you know unique beauty and and also the skaters who do it. We we love them all. We know them all. Um, so it's I mean we. 
as I said, we have our favorite, but really, we love them all. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were able to capture so many of them. I would I would probably end up killing myself if I ever got on a pair of roller skates, but I would love to do <laughs> half of what I saw in this film. I'd like to do one-tenth of what I saw in this film, but uh, I really, really... It's th- not too late. It's not too late. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know, there's a... Health insurance first. Okay. All right. Well, I want to... One last question. We don't have because we're broke documentary <laughs> filmmakers. Yes. Well, well, I'm. We a, really don't. I'm about to make my own documentary film, and I've been told that it is oh. that yeah that it's a it's a form of mental illness to even think about making a documentary <laughs> film. It's a real symptom of that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Well, it's a torturous career. It is. I'm sure. Well, I I I love documentary films, and I I've I've got a great subject. But anyway, that aside, I want to ask you. Uh, about the impact that you're hoping and I'm hoping it is going to have on the on the roller skating community particularly the african-american community of keeping these rinks open do you are you hopeful that we can continue to win, to uh, see these rinks uh, viable economically and culturally yeah I mean I think that's the big motivator for us making the film and and obviously having HBO as that platform to share it with so many people across this country is that they will feel inspired after seeing the film and you know help in whatever way they can whether it's just getting out and supporting their local rinks taking their kids skating and and making sure that it's a regular activity um, to going further and, and you know ensuring that any rink or space community space in in their uh, city that is up for sale that they go to those meetings that developers are at and make sure that it's not rezoned from recreational to commercial spaces because once it's rezoned to commercial or residential, we never get them back. The rinks are gone. And so I think that fight is what we hope the, um, you know, the film will inspire. Double what you said. I hope that this has that impact. And uh, I want to thank you both so much for being here today on Film School. The film is called United Skates, and we've been talking to the co-directors of the film, That would be Deanna Winkler and Tina Brown. To both of you, all the best and continued success. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.